Warning, the following program is not for the weak-hearted. Those who are closed-minded, or in general, you're scared to learn what's behind closed doors. Here at Sapphire's Airplay, I want you to pour the wine. Grab somebody that you want to hold on to, or better yet, get the vibration stimulated through your body. Get ready for one hell of an orgasm in five, four, three, two, one. What is up, all you sexy motherfuckers out there in Radio Land? It's your girl, Sapphire. And you're fit and dirty, girl, yeah. And we're back. I know it's been so fucking long, but let me tell y'all, you know, I get sick a lot, okay? Yaz is always, like, getting on my case, just like everybody else. Like, why the fuck do you get sick, like, right. <laughs> 20 million times a year, like, on a yearly basis? Oh, by the way, I'm watching the Nipsey Hussle Memorial and YG just stepped up. He's all in white with uh, shades. I got to say, though, we, we were talking on the side about celebrity crushes. YG could get it. Yeah. He, he, I didn't realize how, like, okay, chisel face and handsome he could be. But anyways. Oh, look at you. <laughs> off the topic, at least we'll do another celebrity crush episode, like, one of these days. But anyways, on the record. So I get sick 20 million times a year. This time, I got so sick, y'all. I got sick with laryngitis and tonsillitis for a whole goddamn month. And How do you catch that? Girl, I don't know. Okay, literally, this is what happened. It was the week before my birthday. Almost two weeks before my birthday. I go to... Uh-huh. No, yes. It was like the beginning of March. So let's rewind. Beginning of March, I felt like this, like... I felt a cold coming on. I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to take some emergency. I have my echinacea. I have my vitamin C. I had everything lined up. And I even slept with the humidifier. And usually that nips it in the butt. Drive all the way down to L.A. By the time I get to L.A., I was supposed to go to a play with my father. The traffic was so bad that we couldn't go to the play. So then I started feeling like shit. So I knocked myself out with all the, like, medication possible. Woke up the next morning. My voice was going. Wow. My throat was on fire like I smoked 25 blunts. Like, no joke. It felt, it was just, like, on literal fire. I'm like, what the actual fuck? Still got it in, though. Still saw, you know, suit and tie. And my kinky people, we had a nice little orgy. And it was beautiful. Oh, no, that wasn't the week of, of, of the orgy. It was just a nice little foursome. It was great. Go back to uh, Sunday go back to San Diego, wake up Monday morning, my voice is completely gone. Yeah, why don't you just like, when you get sick, just sit down? I can't, I gotta make money. If I just sit and Girl, sit- I'm talking about doing the whole threesome thing, did you have to add that in? Why could you just tap out? <laughs> Cause girl- And just get better. Cause you know, we all know my sex life in San Diego is non-existent. So I'm gonna get it in where I can get it in. and. The kitty needed some purring, okay? It needed to Girl, be loved. Sometimes you just gotta say, you know what? My, my <laughs> health is better than my desires. <laughs> the need is you want to get better. Okay. Not your want to have an orgasm. You're right. You're right. You're <laughs> you right. You go play with your vibrator if you need an orgasm. That is so true. Why Which, you get better? That is so true. God you damn it. Your, you have your bowl of soup <laughs> and then an <laughs> orgasm. Boom. Pop some meds. Go to sleep. Oh, my God. <laughs> From the words of Yaz, okay? 
I'm a, I'm remember that one. Okay, some soup, yes. some soup, a vibrator, self and call it a day. First, and self care is not to self have an orgasm. Okay. <laughs> self care means make sure you're not sick. Oh my god! You can't make money when you're sick. That is true. That is true. So. <laughs> I was delayed on that. I was getting nervous because I was like, oh, my God, my birthday's in two weeks. What if I don't have a voice by the time my birthday comes around? So slowly but surely, my voice started coming back. It's still somewhat raspy. I can't sing like I want to. Yes, Aww. I do sing. Some people are, like, just now finding that out. They're like, oh, my God, you sing? I'm yes, I sing. Um, they what? give me that soldier word, sing. You sing? Sapphire, you can sing? Yes, I can sing, okay? <laughs> and it's not like Ariana Grande, so don't expect like some Mariah Carey, Whitney Houston you vocals. Got, you got a little tone, okay? I got a tone, okay? I have a, I have a very classically jazz-trained tone to my voice. Okay. You, you can, yeah, you, you, you can hold a little note. I can hold a little note or two. Just a little bit. Just a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit. And I hit them high notes, okay? So I'll be like, oh, Jesus Christ, where did that come from? Out Yo, my ass. Even Ariana Grande, did you see her do a cover from Mariah, of, of one of Mariah Carey's songs? Oh, she did? Yes, it sounded great. Which song? Fuck. When I find it, I will I will forward to you. Okay. But I know that she's done it in the past where she people had to like they didn't believe her high pitched voice. And so she did the uh runs from emotion. I wonder if it's that one. Is it when she's in the studio booth singing? I wanna say yes. Cause yeah, she's like vividly talking to the the camera. I thought you mean met like recently, because I've heard her sing some Mariah. I thought it was recent. Hey. But yeah, she she's got it. She's definitely got it. I mean, when she first stepped on the scene with Mac Miller, I thought that the song "The Way" was Mariah. Oh wow! Okay, I, I really have to hear that. Yeah, that was oh one of my favorites. But anyways, lots has happened, you guys. I am finally fucking thirty, which is really weird. Dirty thirties. Oh, yeah. and it, it was a very dirty thirty. It was you a had a whole theme and everything to your party. I did. I did. That, that, that was great. I thought that was awesome. It was death to my 30s. So I had all my lovers come to me. We did an escape room, which was cartel themed. And there's a video, I mean, um, a photo of me on my IG. And I'm covered in a gas mask with blood. Everybody knows I love blood. So they're like, I know you want to do something gruesome. Originally, I wanted to do like a um, murder mystery kind of thing. Yeah. And then end it with a murder mystery orgy. But then I realized not everybody's into blood play like that. So we didn't do that. <laughs> and not real blood play. I'm talking about like maybe <laughs> dousing ourselves in like fake blood. But anyways, yeah. um, then we had dinner. Can I just say dinner was fucking amazing to have my cousins, who you know. Yeah. Both of them? Uh, yes. Or all three? Both of them. The girl cousin and the two girl cousins. Okay, not Alex, sorry. No, 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 no. No, no, Not okay. the Bay Area cousin. So um, it was the sister and then your favorite cousin. And um, then I have my lovers on the other side. And then, of course, I have my bestie on the other side. So as I put it... In the bathroom, I said, oh, by the way, Kazos, I feel like you guys are, like, literally the only ones I haven't slept with at the dinner table. Ah. And they busted out laughing. They're like, wait, you literally slept with half of your party. I was like, 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> In fact, before we came, we had a little fun. But yeah. Wow. <laughs> but it was also, can lit. I say, it was lit. It was lit. But it got a little bit too lit after a very alcohol-fueled by a lot of sake. Because I love okay. sushi. I love sushi and sake. And I said, for this whole death of 30s, I'm going to dress in a fucking cape with a long, like, flowy funeral dress. Everybody else has to dress in black. Yeah. Everybody's like, are you really wearing a fucking cape? I'm like, yes, the fuck I am. Yes, I'm wearing a goddamn cape because I'm magical, okay? I'm a beast. Wow. So go to the sushi, di sushi dinner, which comes out to be, like, almost $400. Yikes. But it was so worth it because the sake was like flowing. Get back to one of the lovers' houses and about to embark another orgy like I did the night before. Uh-huh. And as soon as I climaxed, why did I burst into tears? Why? I was so just like emotionally drained. And I was just like, here I am at 30 and I'm doing half the shit that I thought I would never do. I never uh -huh. thought I would fall in love. And I found love in 2019, as you guys know. And here I am with, like, genuinely all the people that I love. Yes, my baddie squad was missing in action. And I'm sad because we just all are so busy and, and far away now from each other. Yeah. But it was, like, legit. I spent a birthday with people I actually love and give a fuck about. And you can feel the reciprocated love. So I was just, like so overwhelmed with so much emotion. I was like, this is really beautiful, guys. I'm so sorry. I don't, like, <laughs> it was so bad. Like, at one point, I just, like, literally, like, after Suntai and I, like, climaxed on each other and everybody else around us was climaxing, it was like I instantly just burst into tears. It was, like, no words for a couple moments. And I know they were like, what the fuck did we do? Y'all didn't do nothing. It was just that beautiful. It was that right. beautiful. That's really great. Oh, and speaking about my non-monogamous, I guess you could say we're poly because there are so many relationship dynamics going on all at once okay. that there's like a serious date calendar that goes around now. We all have to know each other's work schedules. It's crazy. Wow. It's crazy. I would have never thought you'd be into this shit. Girl, right? <laughs> I... Never, never in my life I thought I would ever, like, get involved in. People ask me, like, do you get jealous? In fact, one of my lady lovers, we had a discussion last week because Suit and Tie may or may not introduce a new girl into not just him, but also to our tribe. So uh -huh. he's like, you know, I want you girls to meet her, especially if we're going to go to the Renaissance Fair. So, uh-huh. You know, one of the lady lovers had asked me on the side when I was in L.A. last weekend because I went for La Llorona. By the way, you guys, I personally thought it was entertaining. Scary to an extent. Everybody else in the theater, half a press, does not like horror movies, but they were all scared shitless. <laughs> it's worth seeing. It's definitely worth seeing. And you love if you love the Conjuring films and the Annabelle films, they all merge. That's all I'm going to say. It's part of that universe now. And I want to know what y'all think when it comes out next week. Shameless plug right there. But anyways, fast forward, had the discussion with the lady lover. And she asked me, you know, like, how do, how do you not, how do you overcome jealousy? Or do you ever get jealous? I'm like, I don't know if I get jealous. 
I don't know if I'm a jealous person. Are you a jealous person? Who, me? Yeah. I can be, but I feel like sometimes it's all in my head. Mm-hmm. You know, and I have to control it because sometimes when you lash out on your jealousy, you might be making a fool of yourself because you would be a... You're, I feel like jealousy is also assumptions mm. that go on in your head. Like you're assuming the worst of a situation when it could be just harmless. You're right. But, you know, as a Scorpio, we have the possessive and the jealousy trait in us. And I know us Aries do too. For me, it's like I get turned on when my partners are not even with me and with other people. Like, That's nice. I'm a voyeur. I love like knowing about it. Like I'm like, give me the full details. Like I'm that type of person that really- like, I want to get comfortable with somebody at that point, but you never meet. It's hard to not can't say never. You, it's hard to meet somebody that's honest about their sexual encounters, about what they want to bring to the table, about Hell where yeah. they see you together. Like uh, people will sugarcoat a situation when it could be something else. Right. It's like you sugarcoated it, but you we could have been cool on what you really wanted, but you lied basically to get to the point of what you really wanted. And then there's also what? that that word accountability. You yeah, got to be accountable. Accountability, that's both. Yeah. Like, you don't want to, and that's our, our whole premise of the show, by the way, accountability and clouding. So two things that people use with their sexuality. We don't take into account for the actions that we do. And especially if you're like myself, you're non-monogamous, you're fucking a lot of people, and you might be close with another person who has a relationship with another person, aka polyamory, or being, you know, polyamorous, you, there is no room to be jealous. There really is not yeah. any room to be jealous, and you have to be accountable for your actions because those actions come with consequences. I went to go recently get, you know, checked and get my birth control, and when it came to the question of, you know, how many partners do you have, and I'm like, well, I'm poly, so I know who the fuck everybody's fucking. Yeah. So... I don't know how else to qual, you know, to put it down as yes, I have multiple partners. Yes, I know who they all sleep with. Again, we're all accountable for our actions. If I have a failed lay, my partners are going to know about it. You know, if I'm starting to develop feelings for another person, they're going to know about it. They have to know about it. If we're, right. we're that invested in each other, so I I totally get it. So for me, it's like jealousy. It's more like. I don't get jealous. I'll get kind of like my heart will sink. And so when I talked to the girl, the lady lover, she's like, well, that's jealousy. I said, but I don't see it as like the green monster. I see it as if you don't tell me something or you sugarcoat something. It's more hurt. Like you're hurt. Yeah. Jealous. I'm more hurt because then it's like, what, what did I not do? Right. And yeah. to what standard am I not holding? Am I not holding my end of this, you know, relationship? Right. But it rest assured, you know, you check in with your partners and you find out that you're all in your head. And you yep. just have to let it, you know, be accountable. Now, clouding okay. with sexuality, I get mad at too. I have found it upsetting that when I do express my sexuality, people think I'm doing it for attention. It's like, no. Right. 
<laughs> like how why would I want I just want people to know that there are people like them that exist and what I mean by them people of color I feel like a lot of white people can be bi can be gay and there's no I don't want to say there's no backlash but it doesn't look like someone's seeking attention now yeah. if a black person comes out and says I'm black and I'm bisexual I'm this I'm that we always get the like side eye like oh well why all of a sudden do you want to make it apparent like why do you want to make that out in the open well why should it be a secret uh-huh so it's like you know some people even ask me well why haven't you gotten further in radio do you think it's because you do a sexuality podcast i do the sexuality podcast because it's fun and two there are not people out there like us Right. Doing what we like to do and talk about. We talk about real shit. I'm not doing it for attention. It's just the fact that I like to talk a lot. And I feel like this is way better to do. Our platform as a podcast is way better than venting and talk about it just on an Instagram or a Snap story. Hell yes. You know, we kind of get our point across a little bit better when we talk personally to you like this. Right. We're in your ears. I know you guys are probably like driving in your car or at work, nodding and agreeing because it has nothing to do with clouding. If it was about clouding, you'd be hearing us having sponsors galore without within this podcast every five, ten minutes. Name dropping here and there. Right, which we don't need to do. We'll tell you shit if something pops up. And if we happen to know that person, then we'll be like, well, you know, so-and-so done fucked up this time. But it's not like we would have dropped. We would have dropped names of the people we've slept with. Like hell yes, the real anonymous ones, like the ones (laughs) that are so good. Yeah, no, I yeah, yeah, I don't want to ruin my personal sex life for the uh, for the success for For clout. No, for five minutes of clout. No, just like when the bad Tinder lays, they're like, oh, so you're gonna talk about this on your show? Why the fuck? What I want to talk about some dumbass shit that you just did so you can feel bad the next day when you want to hit me up for some ass again. Well, Why would I want you, to? You, they knew that to trigger something with you just to see if you would do it. Girl. And that shows another way of getting attention. They're, they're clout chasing. Clout chasing for that. And then let's set aside the sex for a second. Nipsey Hustle. I feel like Yaz and I need to talk about this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I was driving home, uh, driving back here to San Diego from L.A. when I heard the news. And literally the first thing I thought in my head, because it just said shots fired at the marathon store, didn't confirm that he was dead. It didn't say anything about, you know, people getting shot. It just said shots fired. And I instantly, I hate it. I take back what I thought. But the first thing I said was, that's, that nigga's dead. Oh. I, I, I instantly said that. And I hate, and I wanted to, I hate myself for saying that. But. It was your first instinct, like, fuck. Yeah. And then it's like, then you, then you hear the word again and you're like, it's Nipsey. Like, to me, that was the most random assassination, murder, 
on some uh, on someone who was so dedicated in black excellence. Yeah. You you cannot tell me a rapper or any other public figure who was black that has made this big of an impact. I have not seen this much support for someone in hip hop for a very long time. And I don't think I've ever in my lifetime, actually, when I think about it. The fact that you have the nation of Islam, you have our former president, Barack Obama, writing a letter, you know, the morning of your memorial, which is right now on Thursday, April 11th. That says a lot. And now you, you, your name was brought up in Congress. You cannot name me another rap figure, hip hop figure, black leader, whose name is making it all the way up to Congress to get his own street name. That's deep. And the fact that now LAPD, I think it was the commander in chief <laughs> that even said, I didn't want to believe the name. It is such it is such a random ass murder. And for why? For why? And for what? But when I it mean was just jealousy. <sighs> I mean, he could have been an op as well, you know? <sighs> Anything. Like, we won't know the truth, but all we know is that he got killed for no reason. He was doing well. He was a good dude. And this is another thing that made me cry the most. I was looking at Lauren London's like videos of her giving her little speech to him about how he was, he never left her alone. Mm -hmm. He was always there for her. And it made me cry because like, it's so hard for us women to find us a good man in our life. A good a man black that, man. Yes. Can, let's it's add so that. Hard. It is. And <sighs> it's like, now he's taken away from her. Mm -hmm. Like that's not fair. No. It's not fair. As like, she as she just said it in her memorial, she said, "You know, I my fear is my our two year old son will not know his father, will not remember the love he had for his son, their son that they had together." That's shady. Like, but it's so true. You cannot tell me. That's why for me, it's like when I. When guys and you didn't hear about no side bitches. No. No, nothing. No. He really was about his woman. Yes. That's what really made me like upset. Like, wow. It's a dime a dozen to find somebody like that. Mm -hmm. A smart man. You feel me? A family man. Someone that, that uplifts you and you you uplift him. Like it, it just everything was just solid. So sad. And somebody fucked their foundation up. <laughs> and for what? This is a man that I, I didn't know he had STEM programs. I knew he had the store. I knew he had bought out that whole, you know, area where the shop is so that black owned businesses could mall, yeah. yeah, where the black owned businesses could thrive. These are things that we as a black community talk about all the fucking time. And this motherfucker did it. Sometimes he did you that. Gotta make, you got to make silent moves. You can't tell everybody what you're doing. Because at the end of the day, it's like you didn't really have true supporters until now, you know? Right. All of a sudden, everybody's about Nipsey and they're supporting. But it's like, I honestly didn't know nothing about his endeavors. 
Yeah. I knew his music. But yeah, I really I enjoyed it. his music. He yeah. was different, you know. He was deep. He had stuff to talk about. Like, it was real. It was real. And for me, I always said there were, you know, two L.A. rappers of, you know, the newer age of hip-hop because I'm all about Snoop, Biggie, Dre, Tupac. Everybody knows that. Yeah. But Kendrick and Nipsey. That was L.A. And is L.A. for me. Yeah. I was in... Well, you know, YG L.A. to me. Well, you know what? But you know what I mean? Like, I couldn't relate with YG. Lyric-wise, I'm not into the, like, gang-banging, gang-banging. Nipsey, yeah, yeah. he was like Biggie and Tupac. He was a storyteller. Uh-huh. All of his, you know, for the most part, the music of his that I liked was all about that motivation and the hustle. Yeah. Okay, he had the hustle anthem, for God's sake. But, like... It hurts me to now be 30 and I I have to tell my children if I ever do have kids or let alone just my cousins who come to me for everything when it comes to music that now I have to say, yes, I remember the day Nipsey Hussle died. Just like I remember the day Biggie and Tupac died. Yeah. I remember when Selena died. I remember when Michael Jackson died. In fact, but I feel this day and age, the deaths are way more like in the open because of social more media. Quietly, like no. I understand everybody respects Nipsey, but there's some people who need to not see his face every time they pop up. They mm-hmm. open their app, mm-hmm. like like there's some, there's a few people on my I follow that keep posting Nipsey stuff, like consistently. And I'm like, you would swear you were your cousins. Yeah. Uh, and then, did you hear about the people that were reselling his tickets? To the oh, my God, yes. So disrespectful. Girl. And see, we were talking about it yesterday on air, and we're like, wait a second. I thought these tickets are supposed to be, like, personalized. See, that's what they need to start doing. Like because... they do for the Disneyland locals? Yes. They, they have d- a specific... Code. Yeah. It has a code. It has your photo. You... The whole nine. You can't just walk up in the gates and say, oh, I'm a guest holder. They have your fucking picture when you step up to the gates. Like, okay, you live in Burbank, California, bet. Mm-hmm. Not, oh, you live in Louisiana. How, how, why are you at Nipsey's? Who, how do you know him? It's ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. But, yeah, that's clout chasing. There was a few clubs clout chasing his name. Yeah. Rappers were clout chasing him. You know, let's talk about fucking Kodak Black for a second. Oh, God. He's he's ignorant. I said what I said. And then he's and gonna you... have the nerve to say, fuck that museum. First of all, what are you doing to help the black community other than making, you know, money off of the fact that you're a pill-popping, ignorant son of a bitch? Rapist. And rapist. Let's not forget that. Let's not yeah. forget that either. But then you're go- your disrespectful ass says, I'm going to give it a year before I try to hit that. Who the fuck says that? The last thing she worried about is another nigga. And an ugly the ass last one. thing she worried about. And an ugly ass one, too. But Nipsey why? Nipsey doesn't know. Nipsey was a clean cut man. Kodak, you look like a boy. You a are a boy, boy. A very dirty boy. 
fucking didn't he also like flush hundred dollar bills down the toilet just to prove a point of how much money you are stupid you are stupid as fuck and that's why i get so mad at this hip-hop culture now because you motherfucking little shitheads don't do anything for the community at all and say anything what the fuck they want and they think that we want to hear or not what we want to hear but what their followers want to hear with their followers again the clouding when are we going to wake up and realize that there are good people in this world that are trying to make, you know, a culture look better? When are we going to wake up and realize that it's not all about the follows and fucking likes you get in life? It's the fucking impact. You cannot tell me if another one of these little clout rappers were to die tomorrow, they're going to have the same impact that Nipsey Hussle did on an entire, not just city, not just in the country that he was born and raised, but around the fucking world. Right. So you cannot tell me that these little clout rappers are doing better for their community because they ain't doing shit. And he didn't even address Nipsey as who he was when he did his little apology. Of course not. Like, how are you not going to address him? Because you a coward-ass nigga. You could never sit at the same table as Nipsey. No. Or Jay-Z. No. Or any boss-ass motherfucker. And then um, and then somebody just got on T.I.'s case saying, like, oh, T.I. only has two good songs. What? Do you not go back to <laughs> Urban Legend? Oh, my God. But anyway. For Christ's sake, the man made one of the most probably far best hood classic movies of modern day fucking atl is still my shit i'm trying to watch the trap it's on netflix the trap what is the trap it's a, it's a movie with him in it with really Tana taylor mike epps oh shit i need to get on yes, that it's a, it's a hood movie okay yes, watch it girl okay. i've not finished it but i haven't finished it yet but yeah put in <laughs> put me on my hood game girl i've been seeing all these white folk movies no i take that back I did see some black films. Did I? Ish. You seen Us. But oh, I, I saw it. Yeah, I saw Us. And then I saw Little this week. So I did support Black Hollywood this week. Cool. Little cool. was actually really good. I was okay. dying. Laughed my ass off the entire time. And I was worried Haddish about it. Haddish was on point. Oh, yeah. Not Haddish. Who was it? Issa Rae. Issa, yeah, that's Issa right. Rae. Oh, uh, Marseille from Blackish, the youngest sister on that show. And then um Regina Hall. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it was a good cast. Well well fucking done. And especially Regina Hall, she did that shit. She I woo. mean, she just she just went her uh That was Regina King. Oh, who's Regina Hall? Regina Hall scary movie. Uh, okay, yes, okay. yes, <laughs> and <laughs> I love how you're like, Oh, yeah, now I know. <laughs> yeah, but again, it's the accountability and the clouding. Let up, and we were talking about this off air. But if I see another person who I genuinely know is just posting a photo that they took with Nipsey just because they could say they took a picture with Nipsey, I'm gonna smack the shit out of you. You're gonna get it. They better not post it again. Oh, yeah, don't do that either. After this show, you better not post no more the same picture we just already seen. Right. Because right. now you're chasing for likes. <laughs> you ain't genuinely fucking with him now. You you, you no. genuinely fucking with yourself. And anybody who knows <laughs> me better not say, well, Seth, you don't like his music. Da, da, da. I'm sorry, but I do music posts 
almost every day. You, you never do. know. You never know who the fuck is going to pop up. And I know there are quite a bit of Nipsies that used to pop up on my feed. So before somebody gets on my case and say, I don't know shit about shit, you better go follow me on Spotify. Boom. That's all I have to say. We can have a chat about my connections to hip hop and why I'm so passionate about this genre of music and the culture. We can talk about that. Okay. If you want to get deep. If you want to get deep. All right. We don't always have to talk about (laughs) sex on Sapphire's Earplay. We can go there. Okay. Mm -hmm. You'll know why I don't want to fuck with certain rappers because of the shit that I be talking about. Girl. So let us not. But I will say this. Some of you may or may not know, and I'm not saying this for clouding either, because I don't talk about her often. My aunt was Tina Marie. And for people listening, like, who is that? She was the first white woman signed to Motown. And in fact, there was a story in which was confirmed that they didn't want to put my aunt on her first album cover because no one knew this woman was white and Italian from Venice, California. No one, mm. they they didn't think they were going to sell records if they had, on an all-black label, a white woman singing soul music. And that's why she was called the Ivory Queen of Soul. Got it. Got okay. it. So when she did pass, I will say that was probably, one, I love my aunt for the reason that she protected our family from the Hollywood life. You know, I'm thankful that I did get to see her on tour and I got to see, you know, a side of entertainment. And I was, you know, asked, do I still want to pursue this as I get older? And I still said yes. But nothing is harder when you have to publicly grieve about a loved one that Mm -hmm. everyone else knows. I remember when my aunt passed I started getting all these random phone calls and text messages. And then one of my college sisters called me and said, you won't believe what this motherfucker said. When are we going to go to the memorial with uh, Megan? Yes, I said my government name. And I looked at her. I said, I'm not even inviting you. (laughs) And she knew that. But she was like, and I was just like, and how disrespectful is this guy thinking that I'm just going to automatically bring him because... He loved my aunt's music. I didn't bring nobody. I was grieving with my family. I missed school. I went into a depression for two months. I binged on cocaine because I was hurting. And that's not easy to say. So for someone of a public figure to die in your family, everybody needs to, for a second, put themselves in Lauren London's shoes. And now she has to care for these children. Look after his estate. In business because he was taking care of everybody. So you got to put that in perspective. Like this woman cannot grieve in peace. So when we, and I'm talking about we, the public on the outside looking in, think it's nice to start cloud chasing and posting up photos of Nipsey Hussle when you were at the studio with him, you know, doing radio interviews, please stop claiming that y'all were friends. Just stop claiming that y'all were buddy-buddy. Don't do that. Let, uh, Like Yaz said, let them mourn in peace. And if you don't know his music and you don't know who he was, don't post anything because you want them likes. 
there's no there's no reason why you should try to bank off of someone's grief period respect it for what it is you do your one little r.i.p post and be done with it but unless if you are a diehard fan you fucking know nipsey hustle's library and you were lifting listening to him way before victory lap because i'm sick of seeing all these damn posts of victory lap yeah i'm so sick of it because that right there shows me you were never a true fan Yes, that was his debut album that got him his Grammy nomination. Yes, I'm still mad as hell that him nor Mac Miller got, you know, the the Grammy. But at the same time, like, we can cut the shit. If you weren't a fan of Nipsey, don't post. Don't post. It's okay to say, I didn't know him. I didn't know much about him. It is okay to say that. Because right now, there are real people hurting in a community, in a city. All right. So, with that said, I think we had a nice, unique episode. But we got to call it quits. We got all serious. We got all serious. And, and, and like, sensitive. I I feel like I was about to cry, cry. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Well, next week, I think we should do our celebrity crushes. Definitely. Yes. Our airplay dreams. Airplay dreams. Mm, I like that. I like that. Might have to open up with wet dreams. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) Well, you can find me at Ms. Radio Sapphire. That's M-S-R-A-D-I-O-S-A-P-P-H-I-R-E. Oh, my God. I blinked out for a second. (laughs) And that's on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Fit and Dirty. Or you can follow the dirty page. It's Kink City. Ooh. Now remember, y'all, safe sex is the best hot sex. Rest in peace, Nipsey. For real, though. We For love real. You we love you. Forever. Yes. The marathon continues. That's right. Mic drop on that one. We'll catch you next time. Good night. That was the show, all you sexy motherfuckers out there. Now remember, Ms. Radio Sapphire on Instagram, Twitter. For more earplay fun, go to iTunes, Podomatic.